Hi, and welcome to Good Change Conversations with myself, Christy Hunter, and Stina Smith. We're here to inspire everyday people to do good things. Good changes come in all shapes and sizes in the form of products, mindsets, routines, and more. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to small changes that will help you and the environment. We hope you take away at least one of these and change for the better. In the wise words of Elvis Presley, clean up your own backyard first and then the world's. Focus on the small changes. Don't try to do everything perfectly, just little bits one step at a time. So before we get started today, I just wanted to let you know that we are in the studio with some very um, out of our control white noise coming down out of the sky. So um, we've set up a little bit of ambience for you just to set the scene. Um, But just a little intro to our our guest today. Uh, In 2019, Charlotte Greer was studying a degree in economics and management uh, focusing on sustainable development and circularity. She has a self-confessed, in quotes, attention span of an eyelash. I love that. And by the end of her degree in 2019, she was just sick of reading case studies about circular supply chain. Also, as a student trying to live sustainably, she mentioned is laughable with how expensive everything is. And I'd have to agree agree with that, um, Charlotte. Uh, so she put the theory into practice and started making her own washing powder that cleaned both her clothing and her dishes. This is just revolutionary. Um, so it's literally a washing powder for everything. In two, 2020, Charlotte was meant to be doing her big Kiwi OE that we all tend to do. And... Um, but the world pandemic ruined those plans and her parents made it very clear that she just couldn't sit around doing nothing. So she took the travel money that she'd been saving, turned her attention towards that washing powder thing that she'd been making while studying, and thus the business Veto was born. Very exciting. So Charlotte, welcome to Good Change Conversations. We're really looking forward to hearing more about your journey and the process you went through to get to where you are today. At Good Change, we really love these kind of stories. I mean, to be honest, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Um, so welcome, and uh, you would love for you to tell us a little bit about the next steps of how you got the business off the ground. Oh, thanks. I'm really excited. Well, how the next step from obviously just deciding, you know what, well, I'm going to start that little thing that I'd been doing at uni, was simply going through the motions of what it means to sort of start a small business. Not that you, I had any intention of doing so, but going through like, okay, what is those systems? What does that look like? Next thing is a website. How are people going to get it? Well, if it's just one product on a website, what's the point of starting a website? Okay, develop more products. And so I launched the website in May, but I only had the washing powder in two sizes, what is now the soap slab and some jars. That was it. But it was just to kind of get it out there and let people kind of know what was happening and familiarize themselves with what Veto is, because it is quite a different concept to have a cleaning product that is more than one thing and then sort of went through the motions it was quite clinical it wasn't anything exciting and fun and like I did all of this stuff it was right I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it and I'm going to be really technical and actually just get it going and then I'm here now fast forward (laughs) so so are you just out of interest are you doing everything from woe to go yourself so 100% right from the beginning you were doing all the the web stuff all the social media and you're actually making the product yourself as well yeah so as a <laughs> one-woman show, but that comes down to being a slight penny pincher more than anything. <laughs> it's more of like, okay, well, 
if I'm going to do this, I'm going to try and do it first and then get the expertise where it's lacking. And so, yeah, I developed the website, did all the branding, all the logos, all that sort of thing. And that was beneficial to me as we were in lockdown at that time. So I just had the time to fill it up with something and be productive. And so that's a big, now I see it as a huge advantage for me. Um, but yeah, so I started everything from me doing it and then trying to get it to where it is, where it is now has just been me doing it on my own, figuring it out and then asking questions with, from those of whom have the best answers for me and doing that and knowing that I'm not going to be the one that knows everything and I shouldn't be, but furthering along and hoping that there's better people out there to be like, yep, no, we agree with what you're doing, but this is what you need to do better yeah. is now where I'm kind of like outsourcing, if you will. Brilliant. And so do you think that there's a natural fear with a lot of people um, to, to make that leap into something just for fear of failing or thinking that they don't have the resources to do it or the resources behind them? What's your advice to people like that who are just too scared to just make that, that first step? Well, I think it's quite funny because a fear can actually be an advantage if you're not like, if you're trying to be all like Billy Big Balls and like jump into something just because you think you can, then fear is a good thing in that sense because I don't think you'll do anything other than make a mess. You know, but fear and that sort of level of imposter syndrome where you think, I have this idea, but I'm just not good enough to do it. The best thing I would say is I'm guaranteeing it's a great idea. If you've thought about it and you feel like it's going to expose you personally, it's probably a good idea because you feel so passionate about it. Break it down into steps, like tiny, tiny little tasks that you can manageably do. That'll actually um, push you beyond those fear points and actually get it you start laying out groundwork and it progresses and all of a sudden you've got this thing laid out for you but you've done it yourself so the fear can actually help if you minimize the volume of what you think you need to do yeah and I think um just doing something positive that that's good for the environment or something with purpose yeah um, probably eliminates that fear a little bit more too because you just want to move forward and oh absolutely but it's that thing if, if you believe in what you're doing and you feel like oh my god I can't recognize what I'm doing anywhere else actually may be a good point because if you're believing in it you know that it needs to be done and so but to do that first thing I would yeah say something like break it down take your time nothing's nothing's going anywhere anytime soon so you've got all of that use that to your advantage I'd say brilliant you mentioned in our chats that veto is Latin for I forbid which I just love that um whole idea <laughs> um and it's that sentiment of someone making a conscious choice to make a change for the better you also mentioned for veto sustainable living's about fitting alternatives into your lifestyle and not the other way around can you tell us a little bit more about this well yeah so for me, being a university student and trying to, you know, walk the talk that I was studying um, was completely different to those of whom what I felt like had money and could do it and could sort of uplift their entire life for the better. So therefore, I then felt very disenfranchised by the whole idea and very confused by it and like, well, it's not for me yet. I have to get to this point in order to be sustainable, if you will, or live sustainably. But when I did veto and decided yes this is what I'm going to do my big thing was to make it fit everybody's individual circumstances so me as a young woman versus a parent with young kids are going to have two very different sets of circumstances as to what they're able to do in their house like I don't have kids to clean up after at this stage so my ability to clean is different versus somebody with young kids and they've got okay I've got to have a higher volume of things I've got to be able to do this more often as there are more people you know those those little obvious things but for me I forbid 
is you putting your own personal line in the sand and going, this is, this is my point here. I can justify spending 20 bucks, $15 on a, $15 on a soap slab, which cleans your dishes, it cleans your shower screen, it cleans your oven door, it cleans your mops, your floor, and it can sit on my bench and it can last me at least six months, but I can do that because that's one tangible change that removes all liquid detergents and therefore plastic bottles from my home. That's one thing I can look at and I can point at and I can do. Sweet, that's your veto. You know what I mean? That's your line in that sand. And then you can progress further. You can keep pushing that line out and you can keep keep it going there's no stopping point but to get people over that line or to get to that line if you will you actually have to have some buy-in and you actually have some point of sort of tangible acknowledgement of how you can do it versus being like told you know what to do and I think another thing for me anyway is no one can live in absolutes there's no way you can do that it doesn't make sense like I went to a catholic school I should know like <laughs> no one's got that ability to be like I'm forever going to be in this one point because it changes all the time. And I want Veto to change with people and people decide where Veto changes for themselves and be like, I'm going to adopt it to the capacity that I can and carry on. And like, same thing as like all the packaging is completely biodegradable. You don't have to worry about putting stuff in your recycling bin if you've got already an overflowing recycling bin. Just pop it in the garden. Dig a little hole, chuck it away. Yeah, love it. it. So to make things easier, but for you to be like, I can have autonomy over my line in the sand and I can... I can take control of it versus, you know, somebody telling it at you to be like, yeah. this is where it should be. Why are you not there yet? Yeah. So, so um, just out of interest, what's actually in the product? The, the, like the washing powder that you wash your dishes with and you wash your clothes. I mean, that is just super cool. <laughs> I'm all about cutting quarters. And yeah, if yeah, I could yeah, just yeah, have yeah, one yeah, product yeah, that does yeah, it all, that's totally. just brilliant. But what's the, like, what's the base of the product? Oh, it's all natural, but the key ingredient is um, my Castile soap. But I make the soap. So it's so it's another thing of taking it to the other level of I can recognize what's in it because I've made it to even the ingredients in the products that are going to be sold. So the Castile soap is that old um, ancient Greek soap. They use it in every sense of circumstances and it is very, very durable. But the difference with my one is that it's used with organic and natural oils. Locally sourced, it's all in Tauranga. So it starts and finishes in Tauranga, all the Vito products. Wow. But it's that thing of... Um, yeah, it's, it's easier and it's so durable and it's just fundamentally down to basics. Yeah. You can slap a different scent on something in a new package and all of a sudden it's a whole different product to clean a whole different area of your home. And fundamentally, everyone got up to about 100 years ago with the same stuff that they cleaned everything with and there was no questions asked. You just you just did it because you just needed to clean things. You didn't yeah. need hibiscus. <laughs> and I think society is coming back to that. I mean, first of all, we're coming back to that whole... Um, keeping it local thing totally. so amazing that you're doing something from our, <laughs> our little hometown here in Tauranga um but yeah and it, that whole farmer's market mentality as well yeah. and just just grabbing produce from you know the back garden and yeah absolutely using the oils from the forest and, yeah and yeah. the rain water <laughs> yeah that, that rain's picking up a little bit here I'm afraid but hopefully it's not um not too loud for, for our listeners at Good Change Store, we have designed beautiful and sustainable cloths for your home. They began as a vehicle to help lead social change. We are here to inspire and help people make small changes for a better world. Start with your kitchen and clean with prettier cloths that care about your bench as well as the environment. So I'm sure through these times there's been lots of things that you've learned in your, in your business and obviously personally. What would be your biggest learnings professionally um, and also personally? 
I think the biggest thing professionally is investing back in yourself, investing in the knowledge that if you lack, research it. I think that's the biggest thing that's helped me beyond um, many other people is that if I need to know something or if I don't know where it needs to go, I will sit and try and figure it out with the help of that person who's the expert, but not offload it onto the expert just yet. At least get some insight as to what it is you need to then offload so that then when you see it being done, you have you can recognize why it's been done that way. I think the, the biggest thing yeah, is reinvesting in that your knowledge and furthering your own sort of understanding of your business because if it is your business or if it is a change you're wanting to make, you have to know it sort of inside and out, front to back, but not in depth to, if you don't because that can be somebody's expertise and they may know it far better than you. But yeah, to recognize that you need to still know a lot is always really good and it's it's fun to learn new things like no one's gonna be like no no I've I've learned enough thanks that's that's my that's my capacity now I've finished so uh we're gonna move on now no I think definitely sit and learn what you need to know first right and then I guess personally (laughs) I guess despite making cleaning products I'm still like the messiest person I know (laughs) (laughs) they say messy people are creative people well, so I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, no, I think. But personally, it's that um, actually you can set your mind to something and you can do it. Like you, It's an idea always. Everything's going to be come up with ideas, but you can actually achieve a lot of stuff if you put your work into it. And like I at no point, thinking of like back at uni or in high school, um, I very much had a low work ethic. There was a lot of night before situations. We were sitting at due at midnight. She was still doing the editing at 11.30. You know what I mean? Like I did not have that, but that doesn't mean to say that there wasn't a work ethic there. It just so happens that I needed to find that little switch. And once I got it, it, it doesn't feel like working. It just feels like you're kind of playing into your strengths. And I think that's a huge advantage if people can, you know, but that comes back to that professional side of things with that knowledge. If you can recognize where your strengths are first and play and really lean into that, you'll go so much further than I think you'd expect. Yeah, and we can't be good at everything. I, I always think, you know, if, if you're not, not. A, an expert in a field, then just um, find an expert that is that can do the things that you can't do Absolutely. and pass it on. Pass yeah. it off. Yeah. But at least know what it is you're passing off yeah. and have that insight to identify it but yeah no at no point should you be sitting and trying to trudge through anything that you don't understand fully until you can be like I've got the gist but you know it (laughs) you do it please thanks and then move on so I mean the the world has been totally turned upside down in the last year or two oh my goodness so who would have dreamt that a pandemic was coming um so I guess you know with young people their expectations and the way they, you know, the pathway that they choose and yeah. um, what they choose to do, everything's sort of been thrown a little bit off kilter. Mm. How, how, what would be your advice to those people or even the parents that are supporting their kids coming mm. out of university? You know, they had this pathway in life that was set up yeah. and suddenly it's just gone a little bit haywire. The advice, particularly with the parents side of things, I've been very lucky with mine because <laughs> when you decide that you're going to erect shelves in their garage to do the thing that you decided there has to be a level of support and going okay we can agree with this um but they were always very like much like we just need to see dedication that's it and if and if your kid has got an idea or like the reality of what they were going to be doing their sort of trajectory has completely changed and that they're gonna they've they've hustled because I think a big thing is you've got to I guess 
sympathize with the, like a lot of us because we had a whole plan laid out and it's completely gone off the deep end, if you will. And that if we are all like hustling to try and find the alternative, that that's such a cool thing that people are finding alternatives now. Because I could have quite easily thrown my toys out of the pram and gone, no, that's it. I'm so sick of this. I'm not doing anything. And instead I, you know, started a business and um, progressed it. And so my parents were like, okay, well, you had ideas of what you were going to be doing. Like, yeah, where I am as a 24-year-old versus where I thought I would be when I was 16 as a 24-year-old are now two very different things and two very different realities. And that the versions of what everybody else can say that they did at 24 are very, very different now. And that if you've got, you know, young young kids or young adults, who are your kids, obviously, trying to do those things, that there's they're trying to figure out a whole new world as much as you're very much like, well, I've got my stuff now, so I'm, I'm good. So if they are doing that and they are searching for their new version of normal, um, yeah, jump jump along with them. Obviously, share the advice. There's a lot there that parents have. I know my parents have done a lot of a lot of very um, kind, calm advice <laughs> in that sense of, are you sure you're you are doing this? Okay, cool, great. Well, we'll we'll crack on with you. There has to be some obviously level of accountability and um, risk assessment, but if if there is that like actual oh no no you've you're going to put in that hard work and I can see that you're putting in the hard work, then brilliant, carry it on. Let's let's see where this can go, because there are endless possibilities. And I think the biggest advantage for what a lot of us young people now have is really forging what a new New Zealand may look like. Because a lot of that trajectory was, well, once I hit 23, 24, 25, I'm not here. This isn't the country. I'm not, I'm overseas. A lot of that is that reality for us. And so now that we're here, there could be in what, two, three years time, it could be a such a cool place yeah. with all of us Huge and all the innovation. Yeah, all the yep. smart people that have gone, oh, I can't go study in or start my life in Germany or whatever. I'm going to start it here and try and forge that version of things that I wanted to see. And what's that phrase? Um, be the change you want to see. That, I think there's going to be quite a literal application now yeah. with everyone going, oh, I'm going to do it here. And there's something to be said for starting with a blank canvas and Absolutely. just you know, carving your own way. Hey, Charlotte, thank you so much for this. It's really, <laughs> it's really insightful because I'm, I am aware that you're only, I think it's 24 years 24, old. 24, yeah. And that, oh my gosh, just a little <laughs> spring chicken. It's just, um, it's just amazing to think that you've come so far you know, at, at your age. Yeah, it's, it's a funny little thing, like <laughs> everybody else. But I feel like I'm quite lucky now as a 24-year-old where a lot of a lot of us are in that same boat of we had different expectations and now we're in a different reality. But we've all made the most of it. And I think that this is the coolest time at the minute to see and be in a space, particularly as a small business owner, to see all the cool stuff that's coming out of it is yeah. so exciting. And it's from really young, capable women, weirdly enough. It's a lot of young women starting businesses and doing these great alternatives because they're like actually I don't know I'm gonna do I'm gonna give it a go now what what, what's gonna happen next another pandemic okay great bring it on and I think that no so I'm I'm in I feel like I'm in good company brilliant well I've got a bag of you've very kindly given us a bag of your washing powder there which I'm gonna take straight home and try tonight I'll have to split it between Stina and I (laughs) but um if we want to buy some more what we we, what's the name of what's the website that we Um, go to the place you can get all the veto stuff and see the full range of products is um veto zero waste one word dot online so veto zero waste dot online or you can head to my sort of socials which are veto dot zero waste mainly on instagram i think that's the best place where you can actually see how all the products are used and explained and applied brilliant best place ah i'm going shopping (laughs) love it 
Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you. Look forward to catching up again soon. Yes, absolutely. Watch the space for the veto <laughs> to take over the world. Thank you for listening to our Good Change Conversations. We hope you are walking away feeling excited and inspired by those doing good things. Keep coming back. We have so much more we want to tell you.